0: I recently switched out my winter wardrobe with my summer clothes. Do you do this too? Each time I have the opportunity to take stock of what I have, what I use, what I need to donate, and what gaps I'd like to fill. One of the funnest ways I'd love to fill those gaps is through Armoire, a clothing rental membership that can help you build the perfect summer wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five minute style quiz and select items from your online closet. The styles show up to your door in as little as two days. Then, when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new to use styles that help fill those wardrobe gaps without the major investment or commitment. For my first case from Armour, I chose mostly summer dresses from Bowdoin, a brand I can't typically afford, and the chicest double-breasted black blazer from Paige that has honestly surprised me in its versatility. I have loved having more options in my summer wardrobe without the pressure of keeping them forever, and I've already been building out my online closet with Armour so I know what I want for my next case. For you expecting mamas, those working or style obsessed who want to switch out your wardrobe with quality pieces without the designer prices, check out this woman-owned company that has your style and your sustainability in mind. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit slash progress that is armoire.style armoire style slash progress to get up to fifty percent off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. Hi friends. I am so pumped to announce this month's theme. Oh, it's a good one. And to tell you a little bit about what's coming for you. But first I promised you last week to share a big announcement here before any other platform that I have. So please allow me to do that now ahead of the episode last fall i led and hosted a workshop called rediscover you it was fantastic if i can say that we sold out six weeks in advance and truly lives were changed thanks to the incredible woman who showed up i am now hosting my second round of this workshop and it's new and improved and you have been requesting this i've had many emails and direct messages asking me when the next rediscover you workshop is Here it is. The Rediscover You workshop will be held May 4th at Thanksgiving Point in Utah. This event is for moms who feel lost and want to find themselves again in all things progress, strength, and motherhood. Finding yourself again is the umbrella purpose to everything I do. Guiding women to know who they are again, to work on their own development, and as a result lead to a far more fulfilling life that will bless their families and communities. That is my purpose. My life has completely transformed, and I mean completely, thanks to investing in my own development. And that is what this workshop is for and what prior workshop attendees experienced as well. I can promise you real results to this workshop. So let me tell you what the changes are for those of you who knew about the last one and wanted to attend but couldn't. What's different is first, it's a little cheaper, actually a lot cheaper. We want more of you to be able to come. So that's why it's cheaper. Second, it is now a one day event instead of two. That also helps make it so more people can attend because it's easier to manage the childcare for your family. It's on a Saturday, again, May 4th, from 8.30 to 4.30, and there's way more details on what the actual day includes on my website, aboutprogress.com slash rediscover you. Again, that's aboutprogress.com slash rediscover you. Third change is it's fancy. (laughs) We are going to have some really gourmet food and a beautiful, wonderful environment. And fourth... The topics have shifted just a bit, as have the speakers, and that's only because our past speakers, the original Three Musketeers, um, couldn't work out this time just with the timing we had, but we are going to work again in the future together. I will be speaking on progress, how to aim for growth over perfection. And our new speakers are Meg Miles from Mom Strong, Utah, and Jamie Cook from Wander and Scout. Meg will be speaking on strength, how to develop an inner strength of mindset to transform your life. And Jamie will be speaking on motherhood, how to bring you back into your own motherhood experience and change the dynamics in your family. Both of these women are fantastic, well-experienced speakers and are champions of women. We are all pouring our hearts and souls into this event, and I guarantee it will be worth every cent. What has not changed about this workshop? It is still an intimate setting. While we are offering more seats than this time, than last time, we are still limiting the number of attendees to encourage a very close-knit experience. Our goal is to connect, connect with you and to connect with each other. We are not going to jam as many people as we can into a giant room. This is about the experience and your growth. The other thing that hasn't changed is this is a workshop. We are not there to talk at you for eight hours. We will be presenting and teaching, but we will also be getting deep quickly. We will talk through things. We will write a lot. We will think a lot. We will go through what you are experiencing and figure out how to make things happen for you. This is a real workshop where you find ways to carry on what you learn from this event in real and practical ways instead of just hearing a really good speech or talk. The third way this has not changed is support. We don't want this to be a one-time thing. We want you to learn from this event and to propel you forward to real change. So there will be a private and free Facebook group to join after this with other options to receive more help and guidance. I lead that group on Facebook and I've been investing a lot of thought and time into making it something that you can learn from, both from the show and from any workshops you attend. And you are there to create lasting momentum in your life. These events are not easy to plan. And I'm telling you that honestly, so you understand how much they mean to me. I would not post these and literally lose hair over these. You should have seen the bald patch on the top of my head in September after the last one. And I wouldn't do that if I didn't fully appreciate how much these workshops transform lives. I've seen it in action. For this week only, and I truly mean that, for the next seven days ending next Monday, we are offering a 30 discount code called find me in all capital letters find me f-i-n-d-m-e you can put that into where you buy the ticket again I'm announcing the workshop here first so you have the opportunity to get your ticket before they sell out like they did last time and for those of you who could not afford this event I understand I do still stand by its price and its worth and its value but I know what it's like to only see dollar signs when you look into something like this. From day one at each workshop I've hosted, I've given a scholarship spot or two to every workshop I've done. We will do the same here. So look on Instagram in the coming weeks for that opportunity because I want you there even if you're not able to afford it right now. All the same, I know this will stretch those of you who want to attend, whether that is financially or with time for your families or people need to step step up, to the plate in ways they haven't so you can attend, or even personally for you to come in this way and participate in this way. And I'm going to challenge you here to believe that you are worth the investment in yourself. Your growth and fulfillment will absolutely transform everyone around you too. The speakers and I are standing with you and will show up in ways that will make your investment of time and money worth it all. I know that was a long way to announce this, but you can tell that my heart and soul is into this, and this is the only episode I'm going to be talking at this much length about it, Um, but I just needed you to know why this matters and what it's going to entail so that you know you can show up. Again, it's May 4th. Go to my website aboutprogress.com slash rediscover you and use the code FINDME to get $30 off this week only before it sells out. Let's now dive into our episode. You are listening to episode 150, Change Your Habits. Welcome to About Progress. I am your host, Monica Packer, and I am here to guide you toward living the life you want. Each week, you'll hear interviews and teachings on how to balance self-development with self-acceptance. Listen in and join our community that knows life is about progress, not perfection. Thank you for still being here. (laughs) If you still made it through all of that, I am impressed. Well, let's introduce the theme for March. Change your habits. You're either going to love hearing that theme or feel some dread. (laughs) Don't feel dread, please. I got you. I want to spend a whole month on changing your habits because the small ways we show up for ourselves affect our lives in big ways. Let me give you an example about how I know this uh, is true. Well, six months ago, I was working with a creative entrepreneur coach named Preston Pugmire. He's been on the show and he is awesome. And we were talking about setting really big, scary goals, like big goals, things I never really thought I would put down on paper. And we went through a whole exercise on it. And then, you know, you just slowly get down to the core of what he's trying to teach you. And it was this, we had to come up with one thing in our life we had to work on that would, that would start the domino effect of everything going after and improving after. One little thing I could do now that would translate to me accomplishing those big, huge, scary goals. And guess what that one thing was for me? Sleep. It was sleep. I, I knew that none of those bigger goals would be as easily accomplished or without affecting negatively so many other areas of my life if I didn't get a hold of my sleep problem and if I didn't work on my sleep habits There's much more coming on sleep later this week, by the way, and some free resources for you there exclusively. But I'm saying all this just to translate that idea that our habits matter. Now, I know you know that, but they really do. It's the small ones. All of us feel that should behind working on our habits. I should be doing that. Think back to the new year and how many habit related goals you set for yourself. Now let me ask you this, how many of those are you actually still making progress on? Don't feel guilty if you are acknowledging to yourself that it's not going all that well, or perhaps you've even forgotten about them altogether, which I have totally been in your shoes and in fact even this year I've been in your shoes too. So here's what I'm going to say about this. Your guilt over not getting these habits changed, not really working on them or making progress on them, it's because you're doing it wrong. (laughs) Isn't that mean? I'm sorry. You're doing it wrong. And I know because I go about these habit formations wrong as well. Think about all those grandiose ways you want to change yourself. You create a list a mile long of the habits you're going to change today, starting tomorrow. And then another tomorrow passes, another tomorrow, another month, and then a year. And we are still in the same cycles of guilt and shame over the ways we wanted to change that we know we need to change, but we still haven't changed. Right now, I'm going to talk about the biggest reason you are not changing your habits the way you need and want to. Sure, we can all talk about habit formation right now, like starting small and slowly building. While that matters, and that's probably a big reason why you're not making progress or making it too big of a thing with the habits, that will come up later. But before we even talk about that, you need to understand why, why these habits aren't changing for you. And it's this, we get very caught up in the should S-H-O-U-L-D there, just so you know I'm saying that word, should. We get caught up in the shoulds when it comes to habit formation. Oh, I should be going to bed earlier. I should wake up a lot sooner. I should learn how to put my laundry away right after I fold it. I should load the dishwasher each time. I really should exercise before my day officially starts. I should actually make a good breakfast for myself. All those shoulds we have just pile up. It's just like laying on brick after brick after brick of guilt and shame because we're centering in what we think we should be doing instead of what we want to be doing. We are thinking about how others are living and showing up in their lives. And we're fueling our own growth from a place of guilt and shame instead of a real desire and want to change because we know that matters to us. So I want to give you permission right now to do something that might seem counterintuitive. And that is not to change your habits. Not right now, not today. First, I'm going to push you to do something different. I want you to think about, not even habit related, just what matters to you in your life right now. What matters to you? What are your real priorities? We're going to do a little thing together here to work through that um, and also move into habit, how that relates to habits, and we're going to do it together. I have a free progress plan for you this month where you can write down all these things we're about to do. Um, you can go to aboutprogress.com free and click on March's free printables, and then you can download that and do this exercise either during the call if you want to pause and hurry and do this, or that sorry, the episode, or after Um, But the good news is you can also just do it on a piece of paper on your phone right now. Oh, and side note, if you've already submitted your email for any of the other monthly progress plans, you're automatically going to get the next month's from now on, like automatically, unless for some reason you unsubscribe and then you want that month, you can go back in and put your email in. All right, so let's talk about what I was just saying. What really matters to you? I want you to think about what are your the top priorities in your life? Your biggest, most important priorities. Not where Kimberly thinks matters. Not even what your mom thinks matter. You, what matters to you? So either on the progress plan, a piece of paper or your phone, write those down write down what matters to you let me tell you a little bit about what's on my list as way of example if that helps some things that are really a high priority for me and not in any specific order that doesn't matter you don't have to prioritize them just write down the priorities i put down spirituality fitness and health my marriage my connection with my kids my parenting growing my podcast transforming my coaching clients' lives, um, my finances, my friendships, uh, working on making my podcast profitable. Those are six, I think I said right now. So if you have six, great, start there. Think about what matters to you in your life. It's going to be different for all of us. We might have similar categories, but even within those categories, what matters to you? You might be already feeling some of the should here again, where you're thinking, well, this should matter to me. Get honest, get real with yourself. What really matters for you? What if it really matters that you have super organic, healthy food, but it doesn't really matter to you that you exercise? Don't put down fitness or exercise to you. If right now that's not really a big focus right now, it's a time and season thing. Maybe it really matters to you that you are reading right now and you're not growing a side hustle or business what matters to you. So, I shared my some of the things I wrote down. Now what you're going to do is figure out the 3 that you know need the most attention right now. The 3 that are kind of suffering in your life. Again, these are not the 3 most important necessarily, but these are the 3 that need most attention right now, because this is a time and season thing too. Sometimes you need to focus more on eating real food and other times you need to focus on just surviving a phase of your life. So in January, I shared three ways I wanted to change and that kind of relates to my priorities. So some of these are connected there. My three that I circled that I know I need to focus on right now that need the most attention is one, my marriage. And I talked about that in January. Um, if you're not caught up and that growth spur episode goes into a little bit, there's nothing like super wrong or anything. It's just more, I really want to work on cultivating a very strong marriage because we had a really hard circumstantial year last year and we need each other. Second finances. I really want to work on budgeting better and being focused on real goals at hand um, and controlling my habits related to finances that will come in play later um, and third uh getting my pro- podcast to be profitable those are the three areas i really know need some focus this year when i put those three i automatically felt some guilt about that for instance i don't have i don't have on the top of my my need to work on right this minute connecting with my kids or my parenting and if you are narrowing it down to three, I want you to challenge the guilt that comes up for you. Because for me, that is important to me. That does matter. And I'm working on that day to day. But the top thing, three things that need the most focus outside of that are the ones I listed. And doesn't mean I'm saying the others don't matter. It's saying right now in this moment, these three areas need some serious work. So think about what three of those priorities you know need your attention Now let's talk about habits because those priorities you listed are not habit related. Now we're going to think about totally unrelated to this right now, your habits that you have attempted to change and work on the last 12 months, whether or not you have been successful. So don't write down the habits that you know you conquered only. You can write those, but not just the ones you've conquered. Don't write the ones you've totally failed on only But definitely write them. Don't write only the ones that you're working on. Write all of those. The ones you've been working on, the ones you failed at, the ones you've succeeded in. Write them all down. The reason I want you to consider those is because it gives you a pattern of what priorities in your life you keep coming back to that you're like, I need to focus on. I need to focus on this. I need to focus on this. And something else kind of distracts you from it, whether it's needed or a time of life or just pure distraction. Um, it, gets, it helps you figure out what is getting in your way. So take some time and write a whole list of habits that you have been trying to focus on or thinking about changing the last year. Let me share some of mine just for example two. So some of the habits I've been trying to work on for the last year, like sleep, I've talked about that, getting up to, um, getting to bed early, waking up early, exercising before my kids are up. Again, these are not habits I have conquered, nor are they ones I filled at, um, nor are they just ones that I'm working on. These are all of them. So using a budgeting app, eating real food instead of just protein bars and chocolate chips, <laughs> writing in my journal, keeping a day planner. Um, keeping a goal planner, reading books, real books, reforming my social media use, using a soft voice with my kids when I don't feel like it, reading to my kids, connecting with them, playing games with them. Another habit is going on dates with my husband again, praying with my husband together, together at night, a weekly check-in meeting with Brad. I've been work- I um, wanted to work on strength training, breathing before I jump into numbing behaviors, um, these are some of the habits that I have worked on the past 12 months or thought about working or tried and failed or succeeded. Now what you're going to do is from that list, I want you to choose the five, the five, whether you accomplish them or not, or in the middle of them, the five that are still most important to you that you know you want to focus on now, just five, they might all matter, but what are the five most important? So let me tell you mine, the five that still matter to me the most Um, are going to early, going to bed early and waking up early, a weekly date night with Brad, using an app to track finances or a service, goal planning like a big picture for the month, and day-to-day planning my day. So see again how my kids are not directly a part of those habits that I chose, those top five, but how working on those top five for me will shift things dramatically for my children and for my husband and for my life and my management and my own fulfillment and happiness. Attached to those five habits, this is what I, on the progress plan, you can see how this all goes together. So it's a little easier on there but you can still do it on your own. With those five habits you wrote down, I want you to assign one of your top three priorities. Which habit goes with which priority? For example, my early to bed, early to rise um, habit that I am still wanting to work on relates to my priority of my marriage and getting my podcast to be profitable. My weekly date night with Brad goes with my pri- priority of marriage. Using an app to check finances goes with my finances one um and and then on on and on i don't need to go through each one of those for you i hope but you're connecting the five habits that you feel are most important to which three of your top priorities need the most focus in your life this is your foundation these five habits related to your top 3 priorities these are not built off of shoulds. They're built off of what you want, what you really desire, which we talked about last month with Dr. Jennifer finlayson Fife. So as you look at that list of those habits, and I really hope you use the progress plan just so you can see how it's all laid out for you. Now you need to consider what has gotten in, in the way in the past to you being successful at carrying out those habits or carrying them on, even if you were successful at one point. What in your life... Got in the way for you? And how are things still being hurt by that? So think about what happened. And then I want you to think about why. Why do you want to change in these habits? Why do these habits matter to you? What in your life will change? And how are things being currently affected by the lack of these habits being in place for you? now i'm going to have you choose one just one of those five habits you put down which is the one that you need to start on the one that will get all the dominoes falling after it now i had told you about how in the past that was sleep for me but with this round of my life it's different it's planning it's actually planning my days Um, oh, and you can totally hear my kids in the background right now. I'm sorry, but that's just real life for you guys. So we're going to keep going and finishing this out. So for me, I know that the habit I need to work on right now that needs the most focus first before all the others is planning. Let me walk you through the process of why I chose this and why I filled that out. It is, I am a capital O overwhelmed right now. March is going to be cray-cray, you guys. (laughs) I don't want to go into a long list of things that are coming up and the work I need to do this month and anything going on with my family. There's a lot. Just, Just know that I've had a permanent headache the past week just worrying over how I can possibly keep up with everything happening in March. But I know that in order to help my top priorities of my marriage, my finances, and making this podcast have a real income is planning. I am not an amazing planner. I used to be, I was an amazing planner when I was an overachieving perfectionist, but it was came from a totally different place, a totally different energy, and it burned me out hard. And then I went through years of not and just flying by the seat of my pants. We have a whole episode coming on for you later this month about planning, Um, but just know for me, the habit of knowing heading into the day of what's most important instead of deciding minute by minute what I'm going to do is how I'm doing it. And going into the day, knowing my biggest priorities will bless all of the other major life priorities of mine. So that's where I'm going to start. We're going to talk more throughout the month about habit formation, but I want to just leave you with this little bit of advice. As you think about the one habit you want to start on now, this is what you need to do. Start small and make it doable. You can always build. I'm going to say that again without my Utah accent. You can always build. (laughs) You want to start with the foundation of confidence that you can do this thing. For me, If I think I have to go into my new planning habit, planning minute by minute every single day what I'm doing and put lists and priorities and highlights and stickers and all that, I won't do it. Or I will do it so hard I will burn out in a week. But each night, if I just quickly write down the few things fresh on my mind that are the priority for me to do the next day, that's where I start. I don't even need to go into checking it off three times a day. I don't need to assign times and priorities right now even within those. I just, I don't even need to do goals related to them. Right now, I just need to write a few priorities for the next day each night before I go to bed. I'm starting small and I am making it doable. My inability to shift my planning habit before this was because I overcomplicated it. I wanted to be a type A personality again. And I think I'm actually not type A. I think I'm actually type B, trying to be type A. So I'm going to make this habit work for me. And that's what I'm going to be starting. Doing each day a doable habit with planning. Habits are buildable. You can start with one. And you can start with just one thing about that habit, and then you build even within the habit you're working on. And the great thing about habits is that it's once you really have it as a habit, you can work on the next one in line without losing the work you've already done one at a time. Strength training is an example of this for me. For years and years, I was the cardio queen, like constantly running, doing elliptical machine, elliptical machine, doing all the high intense cardio, cardio, cardio. And I knew I needed to do more strength training, but I would just like do a few sit-ups or push-ups and think that was Okay, um, but then a few years ago, I had to change drastically because I was no longer medically allowed to run or do extreme exercise. And I had to start with a whole new habit for me, which was strength training. And at first it was moderate strength training. Um, and gradually I built on that. I would just do like 10 minutes a day and then I would build up to 15 or 20 minutes a day. And now I do strength training usually a half hour, or more like six days a week without really thinking about it. Partly because I did it in a doable way, like I said, but here's the other part I did it my way, I made it enjoyable to me. When I strength train, I listen to my favorite. Podcast, like my favorite podcast or my favorite music. I watch my favorite show, which is the British Baking Show right now, or I use my favorite workout app, which for me happens to be Mom Strong, which is done by Meg Miles, who's going to be our speaker um, for Rediscover You. So remember Miranda Anderson's advice from last month? Do more of what you like. How can you translate more of what you like into the habits you are trying to create and by doing the one habit you wanna start with and in a way that you like? So again, what is one habit you are going to change and is one, what is one thing you are going to do related to that habit that you can start today, smart, small and build on it? How can you incorporate the idea of doing more of what you like and what works for you to get this going? Well, friends, that's it for me today. And I look forward to working on changing habits alongside you and learning alongside and from you the rest of this month. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this episode gave you the hug and kick in the pants you needed to grow and progress in your life. Want to take your learning to a whole new level? There are three ways the first is to print off this month's free printable to help track your progress on the theme at hand. You can find that on my website aboutprogress.com free. The second way is to join our free and private Facebook group called Work in Progress. I've linked to that in the show notes. There you can receive community, inspiration and accountability. And lastly, you can share your voice and your words on this show, literally. Our last episode of each month will feature members of this growth-driven community. Here you will share ways that you have worked on your own progress related to the theme. You can share tips that you would like other listeners to know or even funny stories to help them feel better. Don't be shy. You do have something of value to offer this community. You can find out how to contribute your voice or your words by going to my website aboutprogress.com Click on podcast and then click on be on the show. I'll see you next time. And until then, remember life is about progress, not perfection. Seeking the truth never gets old.